ready for the best, the clamps cast You know we better than the rest, the clamps cast Swish, every time we shoot we score Love to ball, love to ball, I know you want more Hello and welcome to episode three of the Clamps Cast. I'm your co-host Haz. Today I'm joined by Hull. How are you going, Hull? Yeah, a little bit better than it was on the weekend, mate. Sorry for the uh, delay of this episode coming out, guys. All that matters is that we're here now and we're healthy and uh, I'm glad you're with us, Hull. I was, I was worried there for a bit. Yeah, so was I, mate. It's interesting how your body reacts to a vaccine, but hey, I know I'm doing my part for the community. Exactly. So Go out and get we yeah, that's it. Doesn't cause autism. Don't listen to the papers. No, no. Although uh, some of our opinions may be construed to be <laughs> difficult to comprehend. Yeah, All right. So today's show, we're going to be hitting some news. We're going to be chatting some 2K ratings, talking some Hall of Fame. Then we're going to hit the cool wall to wrap it all up. Absolutely. This is your classic. You're in school. You're at lunchtime. Let's talk about basketball. I like this. This is going to be fun. We are at lunchtime, and I'm ordering a chalky milk and a meat pie to go. Uh, let's get into it. And now it's up to the new segment brought to you by Nobody. We're still looking. Please we are. <laughs> apply within for sponsorship opportunities. There are heaps. Absolutely. Three episodes in, we've expected, <laughs> the, we've expected the bank and more, and we've gotten peanuts so far. Yep. So, with that being said, the news. Shadows, over to you. All right. Adam Sandler was pictured on basketball courts everywhere. Uh, I love his photos. What a man. I, I feel like everyone has a bit of Adam Sandler in them, you know. He's, he's just an amazing Hollywood actor, just balling out and having heaps of fun. I just thought I, that was I don't awesome hear any. I don't want to hear any Adam Sandler slander ever in my life. No. Absolutely There's, not. I think, no. in fact, we should do a, a grown-ups watch-along as a tribute to uh, the mighty Adam Sandler hitting the court. I just, I love guys who love basketball, and that was awesome for me to see that. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's what you want to see. Absolutely. As do you want to see Joe Johnson being named the 2021 Big Three MVP. I didn't know I saw Joe was still kicking about. Yeah, he's, he's going up and about. I I he's 40 years old now, and he, he's hitting 16 threes a game. Mate, get him back in the league. I'm not going to go that far. He could be serviceable. Mate, if I've got Giddy running the break and Iso Joe running to the corner, I'm happy. I don't know if Iso Joe's running anymore. Um, <laughs> I can't say I'm consuming too much big three MVP, but if he's knocking down 16 threes a game, and I must admit, I don't know what number they play to in the big three. <laughs> so 16 uh, threes 50, might be 50, a lot. It might not be heaps. 50. What? The maths don't add up there, though. Then he'd be shooting 48 yeah, hold on. points worth of threes in a game. No, but there's multiple rounds, isn't it? It's like best of three. First I don't round. know. This is, is a wrong? fishy stat we pulled up here. But anyway, ISO Joe, 2021 Big 3 MVP. Good on you, Joe. Uh, Monta Ellis, another volume scorer. He's worked out for Houston. I think he also worked out for Dallas as well. I think Dallas brought in a few other guys into that workout as well. Yeah. Some interesting names getting in. I, I, like. I like Monta. I, I wouldn't mind seeing him back. Isaiah Thomas is another one, I think, that was in that work here. Yeah. yeah. Could be I, I think Isaiah Thomas is one of those guys that just should be in the league, though. Whereas, like, Monte yeah. Ellis, I'm like, no, nah, I like you as, like, a, you know, 11th man spark plug off the bench on a roster somewhere. Never forget that backcourt of Monte Ellis and Brandon Jennings. That's that's a throwback OG backcourt. Right? Some some Bucks fans will hold that team in higher regard than, than this Giannis team, I'm sure. They were, yeah. they were crazy ballers back in the day. They were. Still crazy that Monte Ellis was... Rated above Steph Curry by Golden State themselves. Yeah, which obviously, as it's turned out, is true. 
Uh, yeah, no comment. Wait, wait is, it, is this since Dawn? <laughs> the Nets are sending DeAndre Jordan four future second round picks and about $6 million in cash to the Pistons for Jalil Okafor and Sekou Dumboya. Uh, Jordan was promptly bought out and is going to sign with the Lakers. I Yeah, I like this move. I like this move for Nets getting Okafor. I think he's still got something to prove. He's got that chip on his shoulder, which is sort of what they're looking for. Yeah. Um, to keep them, especially during the, the regular season, they know that Kyrie is going to have that inevitable, oh, it's my sister's birthday, I'm injured, get me out of here. Um, yeah, and he's he's going to go to a different astral plane and just not be available. Yeah, correct. Um, and I think, I know the Lakers already have a few centers, but DeAndre Jordan is more than a serviceable center. So I, I think, think this just goes to show the fact that, you know, if anyone was counting on Marc Gasol to give him much during the season, I don't think he it's, will. It's gone. I think because I think I think to- my I think Dwight will probably start and yeah. then probably hey. Jordan behind him or, makes the most th- sense to me. I think you'll find that they'll play Mellow. They'll start Mellow at the four and Davis at the five. I think that could be something going forward. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think you're right with that one. But if if they weren't going to do that, I think Dwight probably at the five. Yeah. Uh, the Nets promptly went and signed Lamarcus Aldridge again. I think it's awesome he's back in the league. I was a bit sad when he retired. I thought he had unfinished business. Oh, I'm I'm just scared for his health. I hope it's all good. Like he's yeah. got he's gotten what he's 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 heard what he needs to hear, and he's back in the league. So I wish him all the best. I'll, he used to be one of my favourite players because when I was younger, I was sort of that big guy that had the mid range. So I always looked at him as the guy I wanted to be. I was obviously yep. never as good, but <laughs> he's a guy that really. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you with on me. that front. Um, yeah. Oh, he just resonates with me. I love Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah, always scared for those guys that get a second chance, and you don't yeah. want them to ruin it just by chasing a ring. You know, go live a healthy, happy life. Hopefully, that all ends up well. Uh, speaking of happy lives, Kawhi the Claw Leonard appeared in Drake's way too sexy music video. I'm a fun guy. He is a fun guy, and he looked real awkward in that video, which but, I enjoyed thoroughly. But that's what makes it fun. I Absolutely. Like it. On the topic. Donda, certified lover boy, which was hotter. No, but do you reckon Kawhi is deliberately trying to be awkward in some circumstances, or do you reckon it's actually just him? I like to think he's just awkward. (laughs) Very good. Um, CLB for me. Donda. I thought both were a bit underwhelming. Uh, I I thought Donda was good. Yeah, I was expecting it to be a bit of a train wreck. That's the thing, because we were expecting... You expect you put these rappers in such high regard, you kind of expect it to be just the greatest thing you've ever heard in your life. And I think when you've got that sort of mentality, it's not going to be as good. Like maybe the few days when it's settled down, yeah, it's going to be really good. Yeah, I just I just think Certified Lover Boy for me. There's some songs on there that absolutely slap, but a lot of forgettable stuff too. In terms of like singles, I loved a couple of them, but as an album, Donda every day of the week. And now, is this a, the, the Clamps cast version of the volcano? The volcano, you reckon? Yeah. And it's, except it's has talking about something very passionate. Well, it's actually not because I don't care about Cleveland as a city and I don't <laughs> care about Cleveland fans and I don't care about the Cleveland Cavaliers. But what are they doing in Cleveland? I hate the way they're doing this team. I just don't get why they've done this offseason to this team at all. It just makes no sense to me. I mean, for starters, the Bulls absolutely ripped off Cleveland. I mean, 
Laurie Markkinen is a player with a bit of promise left. Yes, he hasn't worked out in Chicago. He needed to go. But they gave up Larry Nance, and, and the Bulls are ending up with Derek Jones and a first-round pick coming back. I would have taken that every day of the week. Don't, don't you reckon? Um, I, I don't know. I, like You've obviously watched the Bulls more than I have. So I don't Unfortunately, know. I have. Yeah. So I don't know if Larry... I know Larry Markham was tipped to be you know, that guy, but I don't think he's turned out to be that guy yet. Well, he um, hasn't been, and I don't think he will. But, you know, he's definitely deserving of a fresh start. I was just so surprised that... Given the lack of interest around the league in in signing Laurie Market, I mean, it took so long for this deal to get done that they yeah. still had to give up a first round pick for it. I, I, I mean, thought that I think was it's crazy. I think, I think it's overs. It's massive overs. And Larry Nance, you know, he contributes well on the defensive advanced metrics. He's a good player. He did that weird video where he turned into Patrick Starr, which you know always <laughs> pops up in my timeline and freaks me out. But like. Again, this just adds another body to Cleveland's front court, which I don't get. You know, they gave Jared Allen the $100 million extension. We know how I feel about that. I hate it. They spent pick three on Evan Mobley, which doesn't make sense to me either. Um, you know, in, in relation to those moves, I love Evan Mobley, but if you're going to spend a top three pick on a center, he's got to play. Mm. It's going to be interesting how they manage all the minutes. Well, I mean, based off this, Mobley's coming off the bench, which I'm pretty shocked by. I'm not. But we move. I mean, you're going to start Jared Allen and you're going to have Markin at the four, I guess. But but they've also still got Kevin Love, who won't yeah. agree to a buyout. So are you putting Kevin Love at the four then? I think then they're going to try. Markin off the bench and Mobley, who are, are both guys who, you know, space the floor and they're they're sort of versatile bigs, but, like, how many bodies do we need in there? If you can't get a buyout, they're going to look to try and offload him somewhere. But what's what's the market for Kevin Love these days? Everyone knows he doesn't want to be there. I think you'll find OKC will put their hand up because they're not looking to contend and they've got the room and they'll be like, yeah, just give us another first rounder and we'll do it. So I don't I think, think Kevin Love's worth a first rounder anymore. No, give us a first rounder and Kevin Love. And we'll give you like a second rounder because they want to offload the salary. And because we're not going to be doing much in the next couple of years, we're, we're willing to take it on. It's the exact yeah. same thing that happened with Derek Favors. And that's fine, but they already gave away a first round pick for Markin. I mean, they don't have that many. Yeah. I see. And then they went and got Ricky, Ricky Rubio, who, you know, makes me think they we- still want to move one of Sexton or Garland. Yeah. I just don't get any of their moves. I don't want to break up Sexy Land. It's a good backcourt. I don't think they're going to break it up. I think it's just to add depth. I think they're paying a bit much for depth, Ricky Rubio. I, I just hate what the Cavs have done. I think it's stupid. Uh, if you don't agree with me, unlucky. No, I, I do agree with you. I think it is dumb. That was more a call out to, to Cleveland as a as a Cavalier nation than, than to yourself. But... uh. Cavs fans, you're on watch. Uh, <laughs> you're on fraud watch. <laughs> you're on suicide watch, I think, after this season. Oh, no. It is not going to go well. No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, the less said about that, the better. Benny Simmons requested a trade officially, we're believed, to yep. have found out. Well, Surprise? Be- no, because Philly were actively looking to trade him. Yep. And I think teams sort of knew that he wanted out. But now he's just kind of pulled a fast one on him. 
on Philly because he said, yeah, publicly, I just don't want to be here. And I think that's going to... He realised that Philly were asking too much and now it's yeah. going to go down significantly. I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with Ben Simmons from now on. I think if he's going to force Philly's hand, I just don't know what the market's like. Very quickly, your prediction for where Ben Simmons ends up. I think if Portland want to keep Lillard, they have to make a play. And I think this is the play for him. Uh, I reckon he gets swapped for De'Aaron Fox is my prediction. All right. Mm. That wraps up the news. We'll be right back in just a moment. All right. Now it's time to hit some NBA 2K22 news. Hole, you a 2K man? I'm a big 2K man, mate. Yeah, um, last season's game wasn't the best, uh, so I held off until it was $10, and even then it wasn't really worth its weight in gold. But I'm hoping... $10 that is a pretty good steal, though. It's not. But we're hoping that 2K22 can redeem itself. I think more problems that are in the 2K21 game are more the community than the game. But that's you're not ready. You're not ready for that conversation yet. I'm ready for that conversation. What do you sort of mean by that when you say problems in the well, community? Because people care too much about what their win percentage is, who they play with, how many points per game they average. Yeah. Like, no one gives. A sh- no one cares. Yep. Like, genuinely, no one cares. Just play a game. If you lose, you lose. If you win, you win. Like, if you're... if you, Like, I'll give you an example, right? I bought the game, like, when it was 10 bucks. So obviously, it's late in the year, right? Yeah, so, I'm obviously, hope. I'm a rookie one in the game, right? So, I'm not, no one wants to play with me because I'm a rookie one. And I know that I'm better than about 80% of the people that are playing the game. Yeah. I, I play two... Two super is it superstars at the rep? They came it's, and it's played with me. a good question. Me. I don't think I've ever got higher than rookie one, <laughs> just because lack of interest of playing. You know, park. So, but there you go. So they came and I, I played with them, and they did not intend on passing me the ball until I decided to get the ball myself. Green three threes in a row, and then they kept passing me the ball and realized that I was the best on the team. There's a rookie one. There you it go. doesn't matter. It does not matter what your stats are or what thing you are. I, just I think don't people understand. are just taking video games too seriously these days. They are. and because we, Not everything like, has to be seen, esports. We've seen time and time again in the park where people will, instead of going on the I got next, will come over to us to check our stats, check how many wins we've got, our win percentage, instead of just getting on and playing. You're very Why passionate about like this. That? I, I didn't, I didn't know you felt this way. Because it's it's just annoying. Like it just who cares this? If you're really into it this much, go to pro am. Yeah, that's what pro am is for. Literally, it's pro am. It the yeah the the park isn't for that sort of content. And the greatest moments of my two K life are when people skip over the get got next to come and check our reps and stuff, and people just go take their spots. Nothing pleases me more yep. and my mates. It's just the greatest moment ever. But sorry, that's that's my mini rant. I enjoyed your little rant. That's uh, tell them how you really feel. You know, it's, no, it is. I, I like genuinely that. just pisses me off. There we go. So we got a you know, if if you're part of the two K community out there, uh, apparently you got a lift. Um, I'm excited for the game. I think the trailers look good. I think there's something exciting when when the NBA you know coming off a season that was so exciting with the with the climax of the Bucks winning the title. I think sort of the passion mm, for basketballs there. Yeah, um, which I think I think is brilliant. Um, yeah, you ever like, dabbled in the NBA Live, the the dark arts? I dabbled in a demo when the prelude was not out yet. <laughs> That's my experiences. <laughs> but 
It they had when they it was when they had I don't know if they've still got it, but the ESPN rights, it actually makes for a better presentation. I'm yeah, not even gonna lie. Presentation is awesome on NBA. And I mean I haven't yeah. played it since like NBA Live thirteen and like that was a good little game, but you know, two K is where it's at, that's for sure. Yeah, I just prefer like that sort of presentation really appealed to me. So like it brought to you by two K Sports, mate. I don't care. I want, I want it brought to you by ESPN. Someone forward this tape to Ronnie Tukey. I mean, it needs to know <laughs> what the people think. Ronnie about to ride after hearing this. All right. Well, let's calm you down for a sec because we're going to be chatting some <laughs> 2K ratings now. So, Mate, this isn't going to calm me down. It's going to do the opposite. It's going to roll me up. All right. So, we hit the top 10 overall 2K ratings first. So, 96 overalls. We've got LeBron, KD, Giannis, and Steph. Any issues there? My issue isn't who's there, it's who isn't there. And who should be in the club? Why isn't the reigning MVP the highest rated player in the game? So you'd you'd have Jokic at 97? I I think that at least tied, if you're the MVP, because it's based off the last year is what it should be based off. And if that's the case, Jokic should be at least equal high. He's only one down, though. I kind of like that Jokic is is at ninety five. I, I don't know. Nah. I mean, it's it's not a snipe against him, and like I know he's come off an MVP, but do you honestly think he's not only in that top four club, but better than that top four club? Well, I'll pu- I'll pose you another question. Do you Please think do. Jokic is the most disrespected MVP of all time? And I say yes. No, Derek Rose is the most disrespected MVP of no, all time. No, that's different. He got injured. That's different. I'm not talking about injury. I'm talking about disrespect. But also, yeah, because LeBron, everyone's like, oh, LeBron should have got it. Yeah. Rose was still a great player. but then People the underestimate aftermath. what that Bulls team achieved and, and yeah. what they could have achieved if, if it stuck together. But I together. think Jokic is just getting incredibly disrespected after winning the MVP. I agree. I agree. I it, it, was a, it was a bad question, a bad answer to the most disrespected. He's definitely up there. I probably would have had him over Kawhi. Um, yeah. I get the argument to maybe put him in the 96 club, um, but I, I got to say, like, I don't think I'd take him in 2K ratings terms above those top four guys. Hmm. No, I, I understand I get, I get your argument, though, and I think he is disrespected and MVP should count for something when it comes to these yeah. things. I understand the argument of is he, a better, is he a better player than those guys in terms of overall ratings, yes, no, but, like, I think if you're the MVP, you should be on the, on the par. You should be the, the, the set line. Yeah, I'd agree with bumping him to a 96 and then swapping him with Kawhi, who then would come in at number six. But actually, what we've got is Kawhi, Jokic, and Embiid at 95 overall, mm. respectively. Yeah. Because um, then, then you're like, oh, Embiid and Jokic are the same. But if, if Jokic was 96, then it's like, oh, he's a little bit better than Embiid. Yeah, I mean, Jokic should season, be the best was. rated center in the game as well because he Correct. was last season. Yeah. And then we've got Luca, James Harden, and Dame Lillard at 94 to round out our top 10. See, it's a lot, very high for a top 10. I like it. Yeah, it is high. I think that just comes with, like, you know, I know you were ranting about the community before, but everyone seems to have their guy that they think is the best player in the NBA right now. Yeah. And, like, th- there is a, a pretty clear top five I think you can make right now 
that are a little bit level above some of these other guys who, who some people, you know, superstar gets bandied around too much these days. Yeah. Um, Genuine superstars, I don't think there can be more than five in the game at the moment. Yeah. It's ge- like super, there's, su- there's stars and then there's superstars. Exactly. And w- when we talk about people should be higher or lower on this list, there are no bad players on this list. Just put it out there. There is no bad players. I'd be really worried if there was a bad player on a top ten <laughs> list. That says a lot about the state of basketball today. Absolutely. Um, but I don't know. Like, do you think injuries is taken into account with this overall? Yeah, I mean, they have to be. Uh, the yeah. one thing I'll say is that I would have thought LeBron might have been a bit lower if they were really pumping the injury thing. Well, and I would have thought exclusive of the injury thing. I thought Anthony Davis would have been a bit higher. Yeah, I mean, the one question I'd have is whether he might be slipping into that, like, 94 range, and we just don't know it because it's not in the top 10. Correct. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll see on the uh, the 11th when that drops. Today's the 6th, so about but, um, sort of a half a week out now. I know this, is, this isn't this is in the top 10 overall ratings. Yeah. Um, I looked up this guy's rating just before. Bradley Beal being an 89 is so disrespectful in my opinion. I don't know what you're thinking on the surface of it, but if you're averaging 35 and 4 in the last season and you're getting an 89, I, I really don't want to hear it. I think minimum should be 90. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I agree that that's fair. I mean, for me, Brad Beal's probably the best shooting guard in the game right now under the presumption that James Harden's a point guard now. I would say he's not just because Irving's on the court a lot of the time. He's still playing the point, though. But regardless, I, I take James Harden one if you're counting him as a shooting guard. If not, be a one. <clears throat> yep. Um, that's sort of where I've got him listed. Absolutely. I cannot wait to see Luca at the top of this list in two years' time. He's insane. <laughs> in three months' time. Yeah, he, he genuinely could be. The kid is a freak. <laughs> You're bringing up your disrespected candidates. I'm going to bring up my disrespected candidates. All right. I'm going to give you a little bit of a player comparison here. You ready for? So there's yep. two players in 2020, 2021. One averaged 25, 4 and 4 on 48% from field goal and 34% from three. Yep. The other, 27, 5 and 5. On 50 40 shooting. Who do you want? Is this like meant to be a trick question or is it like. It's only a trick question if you get it wrong. <laughs> so you, the second guy. Yeah, I also would take Zach Levine over Devin Booker. Mm. Zach Levine, 87. Those stats are Jeez. crazy for an 87. That is a bit of disrespect, man, isn't it? I spent, I mean, obviously I'm a Bulls homer, but. I've been looking for Devin Booker's rating, and I think he was an 89 on this year's edition of 2K. Correct. And Levine is confirmed as an 87 for next year, and I think that is crazy. That is Booker's a jet, very- not downplaying him, but uh, Levine is slept on as a serious, serious player. Yeah, that is quite disrespectful, isn't it? Yeah, that rounds off our top 10 players, top three-point shooters. We got Steph Curry with a 99. Clay with a 95, Joe Harris with a 90, Seth Curry with a 90, and Duncan Moneybags Robinson with a 90 as well. Well, you'd hope Duncan would be there because that's why he got paid. Yeah, um, and didn't he get paid too? Deserved his, deserved his bags. Um, we've heard your rant about that. But 
He's um, a shooter. I think, yeah, shooter's going to shoot. Exactly. I think that the, first, the top two, there's just no arguments there, is there? Even well, I think the one argument you year. could make is Clay. You know, what is Clay right now? Yeah. Um, I, I get it because he missed all last year. He's been injured yeah. for quite a while. But we, we, we know him as he is, and that's a shooter. We do. I was disappointed not to see Steve Novak on this list, personally. Um, and also, Joe Harris, after his playoff meltdown, I was surprised that he's still third. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Seth Curry, I'm I'm surprised he's not a little bit higher. Yeah. Same I mean, with Duncan Robinson, actually. I think those two, what they did, I think they slightly edge out Joe Harris. But I'd love to get the actual stats on that. That's something for another time, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh Rookies, I mean, rookies doesn't really mean too much. It's just based off where they get drafted, as everyone knows. Absolutely. We got Cade Cunningham with an 80, Jalen Green with a 79, my boy Evan Mobley with a 78, Suggs 77, and Scotty Barnes 76. That's what we've found we, out so far. Do we, oh, so we don't know what Giddy is. We do know what Giddy is. We're going to hit the Aussies in just a little bit. Um, oh. First up, Dunkers, though. So we've got Zion with a 97 dunk. Zach Levine, 95, Dunk, Aaron Gordon, 95, Derek Jones Jr., 94, and Ja Morant, 94. Is there a obvious player missing here, or is that just me? I just feel like there's a name missing that should be there, but I can't, for the life of me, can't figure out who it is. I, I just can't believe Zach Levine's number two. I, I know Zion's a better in-game dunker than Zach Levine, but Levine has bunnies, man. He's yeah, so good. It, I know, but it is based on in-game, isn't it? Unfortunately. Such is woe. Can't believe Blake Griffin is not number one. I, I can. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm talking about all the dunks he had with Detroit, man. All of them. He should be number one on his list, 100%. Boy gets up in Detroit. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Tell you what, if John Moran <laughs> ever dunks on Rudy Gobert, he's getting that 99. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for it. We both, we both saw our hometown man, Aaron Baines, get baptised. Yeah, that, that uh, and that, that really hit home. Uh, so we're just waiting to see who the next one is, really. So they, they released, like, a lot of national teams and their ratings. I think it was probably with the Olympics. Yeah. Biggest surprise of this, you know, this whole ratings release for me is finding out that Sergio Barker is Spanish. Did you not know that? That threw me. He's been playing for Spain since like the 2012 Olympics, I thought. Obviously not paying enough attention, but Sergio Barca, yeah. 79 rating and Spanish. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I... Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that, that really threw me. I was like, oh, what? All right. Australian players now. We've got Benny Simmons, number one. What do you reckon his rating is this year? Oh, I'm looking at it now. It's 94. Ah, there you go. Good guess. Um, I thought that was low, man. I know he's just come off one of the worst playoffs I, I can think, ever remember, but yeah. 84 is low. Are we really going to ignore what he did during the season just because he bummed out in the playoffs? I think it's a little bit disrespectful. Feels like such a big overreaction. Yeah, absolutely. Joey Ingles at 80 I thought was a bit low as well. Yeah, I think there's a lot worse when you go down the list. I think there is there's one glowing admission from an AT overall that I'm fuming about. All right, hit it. Matisse Thibel. Ooh. He he should be in I think he should be in eighty and I think Paddy Mills should be more than 
76 as well. See, I would have had both those guys in that, like, 78, 79 bracket. No. Nah, I'm not buying it. Oh, Matisse is good, man, but he's not an 80. He's an 80. I think Matisse is an 80. I think you're undervaluing. No. Overvaluing? I'm under. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. yeah, man, I just I don't know. I think he's an eighty. He, he's amazing. I love him, but it seems a little high for me right now. I don't know. I just think he's he's a lot better than what he is, and I think eighty. I would if I saw him being an eighty. I think I would be like, yeah, I see that. I, I think that'd be an overreaction. I think he could be an eighty by the end of this year, but I mean, like. Would you say that he is on the same level as Joe Ingles as a player in the NBA? No. Yeah, me but, neither. So I haven't believed. But Joe, Joe Ingles shouldn't be an eighty, though. I, I'd have Joe as like an eighty-two. I think. I, I think. Agree. I. I think I could have five or seventy-nine highest. That's that's as far as I'm willing to go. I would if if Joe Ingles is an eighty-two, Thibault's an eighty. Thibault's not that far off Joe. Well, I think we've come to an agreement that we both have Zach Levine over Devin Booker, and that's all that matters. <laughs> I think I, I think there's a lot of... Obviously, we, we see more of these players here than we like. We see more, but... Absolutely. A lot of them are being sort of disrespectful. I think a lot of them getting a lot less than what I thought. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of guys in the 90-plus club, but the, uh, the 70 to 80 range seems to have a lot of good players in there. Yeah, because I think... Is, there nearly, is it nearly we've reached a time where there's more players in the 90 to 99 than there is 80 to 89? I think there is. It's a damn good question, and we're going to find out on the 11th. Get excited yeah. for the release of 2K22. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a good one, hopefully. All right. Have you, have you pre-ordered the game? Uh, I have, because I'm a coward, and I do things like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I know you God. haven't. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> Very good. Right, we'll be back after a quick break, and then we're going to hit some Hall of Fame chat. Mm, very good. Can't wait. And welcome back um, to this little segment we've got going on here. This is the Hall of Fame segment. Hall of Fame. Um, what do you think is class- makes a classification for the Hall of Fame? Oh, I think it's complicated. A lot of people throw yep. around basketball reference pages as the be-all and end-all of someone's career, uh, as we're about to do for a few players, definitely. Um, but I don't think it's everything. It, the meta. A lot of players, you got to look beyond the stats and, and think about how they made you feel as well and an impact on the game. Yeah. Um, I think impact on the game is a big yeah. one, especially because it, it's so hard to say that because it's very Absolutely, subjective. Yeah. Like. Some, someone could have a big impact on us than other people. You just never know. Yeah, but I think there are certain players where their you know, relationship with basketball and their influence on basketball culture is obvious. You know, I think the prime example yep. of this is Alan Iverson. You know, if, you, if you ever troll Absolutely. through AI's yep. basketball reference page and you look at stuff like his usage rates, his minutes per game stats are terrible because he played so many minutes. His shooting percentages yep. aren't great either. You know, Kobe's shooting percentages are, are not great at all. Those no. two guys are probably in my top 20 players of all time. Oh, yeah. And, like, stats-wise, they're not. Fancy. But, you know, because they were just... They were more than than a basketball stat. They made you feel amazing. They did amazing things. They were Unreal. brilliant, you know, just, just serious, serious players. And, and so, like, 
I like a good Hall of Fame resume that, you know, they had impact on the game. I think all-star appearances show sort of that they had longevity and elite performance is good. All-NBA, yep. I think it's almost a must that you made small NBA teams. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I like Definitely. I like individual awards on a resume. Um, I, I prefer a player who was better for a longer period of time than a player who had, like, one really good season. Does a championship matter to you? Championship absolutely matters, but you don't have to have one. Yep. If you didn't have one, you have to be a damn good well, player. Well, not even that. Like, you, you can still be a good player and just not have been on amazing teams that had won championships, you know, like Charles Barkley. Oh, yeah, but I'm saying, like, if you want to, you'd like to get into the Hall of Fame, if you don't have a championship, I feel like it negatively impacts greatly. More yeah, than I agree. I, I see a championship as something that really boosts you rather than something that, you know, is to your detriment a lot if you don't have it. Like, you know, the championship is amazing. Yeah. That's why we play, but it's not always your fault. Yeah, no, nah, I completely agree. Like, if, if Giannis ended up not winning a championship and stayed with the Bucks his whole career, he would still be well, in the Hall of Fame. we're about to hit that one. Absolutely. We're about to hit some rapid-fire yes or no. Spicy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a name, and I'm going to count yep. three, two, one, and I want you to say who you think. If, if they are, say yes, no, no. Yep, obviously. gotcha. That makes sense. All right, let's Thank hit God. it. We're on, to the, we're on the same page. Okay, first player, LeBron. Three, two, yeah, one. Yeah, obviously. Yes. Yeah, no, I don't think there's any discussion really. No, it's not at all. I mean, it's LeBron, man. I mean, I think he's, at worst, a top two NBA player of all time. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Would you agree Set. with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. You can make the case with Kobe, but I would say, yeah, definitely. You can't He's, make the case, but anyways, I think we agree on that. That's fine. Let's see the next one. Yeah. Next one is Kevin Durant. Three, two, yes, one. Absolutely. Yeah. KD. Yeah. Is, I mean, it's arguable whether he's the best scorer of all time. He's got a serious bag. Like, yes. Ooh, it's hot. It's hot. We'll save that for another time. But man, he he is a baller. <laughs> absolutely. No, yeah, no doubt in, about he's it. In. These, these, these first two have been the simples. Next, yeah. Um, Stephen Curry. Three, yes. two, one. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And he's another yeah. player. Like, I, I know he has won championships, but his impact on the way basketball is played in the modern era and not just played in the NBA, but played on parks, played on NBA 2K, played in, you know, school courts. Yeah. I can't remember a player having this much impact on the style of basketball. Like, come home from school, get on 2K. Yeah, I just want to be Golden State so I can shoot half-court shots. Yeah, and, like, we go down to the rings and just, you you just wanted to shoot threes all of a sudden instead of, you know, fadeaway middies and trying to dunk. It's it's the style. You know, Curry's had such a big impact on basketball. I don't think there's been an outside shooter, like, that everyone wants to be. Like, everyone starts shooting out of, say, Curry. Outside shooting wasn't cool until... You know, like, I suppose to an extent, Kobe when we were throwing, you know, to the trash cans. I was about to say, I don't know about you, but me and a lot of my friends were a huge Jim Arrange person. It was always, we're shooting from Jim Arrange. Oh, nothing but now. going from distance. But now it's gone to, uh, I think it's definitely made that Yeah, I mean, culturally, Jim Fredette was a a huge flash in the pan. But I I think in the, 
you know, the basketball incognoscenti, you know, you're, you're definitely looking at, at Steph Curry's impact as, as being massive. And he's a Hall of Famer, no doubt, whenever he chooses yeah. to pack it in. He's on my Absolutely. ballot if I had one. Giannis, three, two, yes. one. Yep. Yes. No doubt. There I mean, go. Giannis is a perfect case of looking at someone's resume. I'm just going to read it to you really quickly. This is as of right now, so he's been in the league eight years, five times All-Star, NBA champ, five times All-NBA, four times All-Defensive, 2013 All-Rookie, 2021 MVP, 2019 Defensive Player of the Year, 2020 MVP of the Finals, 2016 Most Improved, two times MVP. I mean, that's serious. I think the one thing with Giannis you've got to look at is his story and the fact that he was the ball boy for his brother's team and now he's turned into the MVP. A multiple MVP. Like he, he's, he's an amazing multiple story. Multiple MVP. Absolutely. And I think that is what we're talking about. Like Not only basketball-wise, he obviously makes it basketball-wise alone, but the story around him kind of also elevates Absolutely. him. And that championship that this discussion. year, I mean, if he wasn't a Hall of Famer already, he it's a no-debate one for me now. He's, he's solidified it. If yeah. you carry a team like Absolutely. he has and play at that level in the finals, you're in. That's that's all time. Yeah. Joel Embiid. Three, two, no. one. No. Yeah. I think it's more it's a bit too early to tell with him, if I'm honest. Like if he's making more all star games, then yeah, we could see the case. But I think he needs that one deep playoff run to see it truly happen. Yeah. Uh, for me, I like to do the old-fashioned test of if Joel Embiid did his knee tomorrow and never played again, would you really remember him? Oh, that, oh that's harsh. You would remember him, but would you be in all of that? No. I'm like, in terms of conversations about talking about the greatest sinners and things like that, and he's just not up there for me. Nah, not not yet. Well, anyway. in that circumstances, not ever, because he would be done. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I'm not feeling it with Joel, and like, I, I want to see him do something with that Philadelphia team or another team if he ends up getting dealt one day. I think. <laughs> yeah, well, I think Simmons going to get dealt. I think now is his, his chance. If he can again elevate the Sixers with him gone, that'll really help. Absolutely, his case. absolutely. But right now, for me. He's uh, he's not even the best center in the NBA right now. Yeah, agreed. Kawhi Leonard. Three, two, yes. one. Yes. It's a on the fence. Yes. It's a, I don't want to say yes, but I have to. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Look, he's he's that win to Toronto was unbelievable. Absolutely. I mean, that shot and against Philly one thing. in the playoffs that was a heartbreaker. Oh, yeah, and that's that's the difference between us talking about Embiid this way than what we could have been Absolutely. talking to him about. But, but I just think, yeah, he's when he plays, because I know he takes a lot of rests and all that, when he plays and he's on, he's probably hands down the best two-way player in the league. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I think, I think LeBron's reign as, as that title is, is definitely long gone. I mean, Kawhi's impact on both yeah, ends of, of the floor is just immense and... And when he's playing at his peak, he's he's so good. He's so good. Yeah, absolutely. Nikola Jokic, three, two, no. one, no, not yet. 
he, he's the MVP helps. Let's put it that way. I just think I'm, I want to see the Nuggets team do more. That's that's me. That's yeah, where I'm I mean, at. not the team success is everything, but I want a little bit more on the resume than than just the MVP. I want to see you know for him, if, even if the Nuggets never do anything, I want to have that ten year career. You know, twelve-year career yeah. of excellence, and you know, 20, 25, 20 points, something like that. Again, it'd be awesome. Yeah, like for now to know, but he's on track to definitely have that conversation, and probably even be absolutely. Yes. It's going to be really interesting to see how Jamal Murray comes back this season, and, and what that Nuggets team's able to do. Whether Michael Porter Jr. takes that next step. Yeah, that'll be definitely something to watch for. Luka Doncic, three, two, no. one. No, I don't know why. Way too be. early for Luca. <laughs> we we love Luca, man. Yeah, we love Luca, but no, can't can't yeah. be on there. Yeah, I think that's a, almost as certified answer as LeBron. It's just a yeah, straight exactly. no for me. I, I hope that we're able to revisit this in ten years and go. We should have just said yes. <laughs> Mate, if I'm still here in ten years, I won't be happy. <laughs> we move. We move. We move. Um, James Harden. Three, two, yes. One. Absolutely. Yes. Strip club. And I think. So uh, this is interesting because I think it's nearly an unpopular opinion to say yes, but we've both said yeah, yes. I think James Harden's super underrated. I agree. In the long term, yeah, like, definitely. I think he, when, when people talk about their, their favorite shooting guards, he's not up there anymore. And you're going, like, hang on, this, this guy didn't go away just because he had a year without injury and, and wanting a trade. He's still a baller. Yeah. Disrespect comes quick. Oh, it does. League. It does. Twitter does not help with that. It does. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely not. But this this last one's going to be interesting. Damien so. Lillard. So. We've agreed on all of this so far. <laughs> Damien Lillard. Three, two, no. one. No. Ah, we went yeah. 10 for 10. I was, I was hoping for a disagreement ah, somewhere. Rewind that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bro, just just cancel this. We'll start recording uh, the whole thing, and we'll. Yeah, both sounds good. Sounds good. I've definitely got um, time for that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I respect him for wanting yep. to be loyal. Um, but I just don't think he's done too much yet. Yeah, I, I mean, I just for him, it's a it's a statement of what's his case to be in the Hall of Fame right now, and. Basically, it's just volume stats right now, and yeah. I don't think you can get in with volume stats until you've had you know the the extended career of showing you've been able to do it for a long time. If you don't win those individual awards, and if you don't win the team success, if he gets dealt, it will be interesting. His last well, he's, how, he's probably got a good five, even longer years yeah, left at him. the top. At the top, the way he uses the way he uses these last years will definitely determine. His case, for yeah. I, I really hope he gets dealt. I, I'm not a fan of what they're doing in Portland. Yeah, I'm not either. I think best case for him is being dealt. I think for CJ as well, honestly. Yeah, I, I, it's, um, I that Portland team's not winning anything right now, and I can't see a path to them yeah. winning either. I just think they're in that sort of position where when you pay guys like Norman Powell that sort of money, you, you're not on a championship level sort of trajectory. You, you're behind the eight not. ball. I'm going to throw one at you here. I'm going to use your patented three, two, one countdown. Derek Rose. Three, two, one. Yes. 
Oh, there we go. Bang. We've got one. And it, it's, it's a painful note. I felt that. I, I felt that in your voice then. And, and I want him to be in there. But it's, if we're saying no to Lillard, I'm saying no to Rose. Uh, and the only difference being, like, Rose hasn't even been Peter Lillard. And that obviously, by far, helps his favour more. But oh, it's the injury, man. Oh, that's, that's, you, you say why he is. Derek Rose, youngest MVP in NBA history. Derek Rose well, that's has had two careers in the NBA. He had the, the Brandon Roy shooting star, burning, crashing, falling from the sky, flame out with the injuries in Chicago. And what he's been able to do coming back with the Timberwolves and, and the Knicks has been so amazing. That we're, we're going to go from the guy who you know had the success but didn't have the long career to a guy who he had the success and then maybe he wasn't as good, but he was still a really, really serviceable player in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah, I've not sold you yeah. on that one there. No, I hear it. I hear it. Oh, I don't know. It just pains. It just pains me to yeah. say no, but I think going off what what this is purely on what yeah. I believe a Hall of Famer should be. Like everyone's got their own sort of criteria, and I, I hope if he gets in, I won't be mad. I, I won't I be mad not. if he gets. I in. will be I'll celebrating. Be so if you're angry at me, that will that will hurt me. <laughs> um, but then it brings the other question. If certain other players made the Hall of Fame, you could definitely make the case for Absolutely. Um, now, we've got... You've actually found this article. Would you like, do you yeah. want, would you uh, like to explain so what it is? So, I had a bit of a poke through, and we, we were sort of looking at guys who should go in the Hall of Fame. Flip side of the coin. Who's in there that we want to take out? Now, this article does not represent the opinions of the Clamps cast uh, in any way. <laughs> But it was an article from Josh Benjamin of Bleach Report, 10 undeserving NBA players in the Basketball Hall of Fame. And I'm just going to hit this one straight off the top because when I read it, I, uh, I nearly spat out my chocolate milk. At number one <laughs> of the not deserving players in the NBA Hall of Fame, Dennis Rodman. What? I mean, he's not number one. Wasn't he? But he's up there. Where was he? Ah, there he's you go. He's number three. But I, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I completely. He's the number one snub of this list. I mean, what, what is going on there? I, yeah, this is the perfect example of the media making a good what makes a good basketball player points yeah. above all. And I hate that that is the meta. I think, yeah, if obviously you you score, you win, right? But I think there's other things in the game that are so important. If you're averaging 13 rebounds a game for 14 seasons, nah, you're a lot. He led the league in rebounding for seven consecutive seasons. He won five championships, defensive player of the year twice, and two all-stars. What? I think it's, 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 you know, it's, it's unanimous. I don't, I don't get why this is even up for debate. This, this, as soon as I saw that name, I'm like, this list is wrong. I don't want to, I don't want to say it. I don't want to read it. I don't. I don't want anything to do with it. I think our mission with this article is, is pointing out some players who are on this list and going, you know what? I, I think you got this one wrong, Bleacher Report. There are a couple of good players on here. Now, my personal favourite on this list has slipped in as number four on the undeserving NBA Hall of Famers. It's my boy, Dave Bing. 
Dave Bing. What a player, man. I mean, I had to dig out his basketball reference because uh, he played in 1966, finished up in uh, in 78, <laughs> so a little bit before our time. Seven-time All-Star, scoring champ, three times NBA, All-Rookie, All-Star MVP, Rookie of the Year, 20 points a game, six assists on 44% shooting. Dave Bing, keep him in, I reckon. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of these guys, we're not going to sit here and say we saw them all ourselves because we didn't. All I'm saying is 1972 was peak Dave Bing. All I'm saying is from what he's actually put in here, you're actually helping his case rather than worsening I want to help Dave Bing's um, case. I like Bingy. No, I'm talking about the the um the all because he said all in all he was just another shooter. I just, if you're averaging twenty points and six assists, you're not just another shooter. You're actually a exactly. class player. You know, <laughs> you're not seven. You're you're not a seven time no. all star, and you're just another shooter. That's just not how it works. You can't put those in the same not sentence. At all, man. And so if, if that's just what another shooter is, hey, I want to be a shooter. <laughs> I, I want to be a shooter. <laughs> I don't know what the hell this guy's on about. One name that stuck out to me was Sabonis. We all know, like, you know, he's the my team card that everyone yep. wanted. We all know he was there for his flashy passes <laughs> and all that. Um, obviously, I didn't get to see too much of him because I wasn't born and yep. I was too young. But I'm, all I know is he did come into the league when he was older. You know, he didn't come into his 31. Um, I didn't realise he still played seven seasons from 31 which yep. isn't bad. Um, I don't know if he's deserving or not. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not willing to have that argument because I don't know enough yeah, on the fair. issue. But it's it's a name that you hear and you think you associate that with a European player who is really fun to yeah, watch. Yeah, the one thing I will say, though, is didn't, didn't go to an all-star game, didn't win a championship. I think those are pretty big yeah. black marks to have on a resume. Yeah. So if I hear that, I'm thinking... Yeah, no. but it is interesting that a player like, that... You know, is spoken about so much is you know perhaps not of the stature we expected him to be. Yeah, like if I see him in the NBA, then I would change my answer from Derek Rose to yes. Yeah, if I see yeah. him in the Hall of Fame, get Derek Rose in the Hall for it. One that I've got probably three I want to hit on this list as well. Bill Walton. That's one. I was All right, gonna, you take it away sorry, then. No, 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 no. You, I you was go, just. Really surprised by this because, you know, Bill Walton, in reality, lost so much of his career to injuries, but when he was healthy, was so extremely dominant. Yeah. Two times All-Star, two time NBA champ, two times All-NBA, two times All-Defensive, Finals MVP, MVP. He's got a sixth man on there. He was part of that amazing Boston team. You know, in, in 85. I think you also got to look at when players played and you got to look at the stats then and compare Absolutely. it to Context so obviously, is everything. Stats now, because the higher possessions a game now, um, there's just so much more you got to take into it than just putting up his, oh, yeah, he averaged 13 yeah. and 10. That's, a, that's a kind of irrelevant. Uh, you got to look at the other stuff and think, that's crazy. Like what he did and what he accomplished. Yeah, and I think there. This is probably the reality where we think of Bill Walton the worst, you know, because of those those multiple foot injuries he had. I think there's a reality out there where Bill Walton's one of the all time great greats. 
of how dominant yeah, he was back absolutely. in the day. I mean, he was a crazy player. Yeah. Definitely underrated old Bill. Keep him in the Hall of Fame for my liking. Yeah, definitely keep him in. All right. Earl the Pearl Munro. <laughs> that's the... Yeah, you two take this one away. I think everyone knows who Earl the Pearl Munro is. I mean, that's that's an all-time... If you name. don't... If you don't, you're in Basketball reference has donned him as Black Jesus, Black Magic, Einstein, the Lord's Prayer, Thomas Edison, the Magic Man. He's just the Pearl. Thomas yeah, Edison. Huge. Don't know where that's come from, but uh, I'll go. stick with the Pearl. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I need to do some research today. I want to that's, know what that's definitely Thompson a deep dive for another time. Maybe Absolutely. that's a nickname you could bring into your personal life and, and use yourself. You, you remind me of Big Tom, the <laughs> light bulb. Yeah, absolutely. Four times all-star, NBA champ, all-NBA, all-rookie, rookie of the year. Yeah, 19 points a game and, and four assists. It's, it's not bad. It's not. It's definitely not. And, and, like, he's another guy where you go impact beyond the game. I mean, the Pearl. Everyone knows the Pearl. Absolutely. That's just awesome. I love that nickname. I was, I was just surprised that he got put on there as well. I think, you know, not hitting 20 points a game was, was a bit of a black mark for me. Yeah. I, I really would have liked that, but I think there's a Hall of Fame resume in there. Yeah, there you go. Is there any other names? Because I think I've got... There's one I want to briefly yeah, touch yeah. on. And, and that is... Yeah, that, that's probably the last one I want to talk about. Because, yeah, he's, he's resume. He's, he'll make an all-NBA team. And that's pretty much yeah. it, right? But also, you've also got to take into consideration he, he died when he was 28. After just and, four seasons in the NBA as well. Yeah. And you... I think this is what we were talking about with the story aspect of it. And he was one of the first players from Europe to really make that impact. Yeah, in the yeah he was crazy on those Nets teams. Yeah, he was just unreal. And I think that's sort of a, a story. It's like, yeah, he only played four seasons and we're going to put him in the Hall of Fame because he was the first. He opened that yeah. gateway for European absolutely, basketball. Absolutely. So I... I want to see him in there just purely on that basis, which is also why I think you might see an Andrew Bogut someday even be in the Hall of Fame Ooh, because of that. Really? I know he wasn't the first in. He wasn't the first in, but it was that gateway that he opened for Australian mm-hmm. basketballers. That's it's interesting. I, uh, I'd like to see it. Yeah. For sure. All right. You got any other Hall of Fame thoughts? No, I think that's me done. And if that's you, if that's you done as well, we're on to we're on to the call. We are on to the call. We'll uh, be back with that in just a moment. All right, now it's time to hit the cool wall, as we do to finish off every episode. You excited to judge some shoes? Oh, uh, I don't know, mate. I, I think I've picked a pair that you might not like. So I'm I'm a bit Ooh. nervous. I'm very nervous going into this. All right, let's rip it off like a Band-Aid. Hit me with yours. All right, so you started the theme on the very first episode of going with a basketball shoe, and I didn't like yep. it. And I know that our taste in basketball shoes are very, very different. So that's mm-hmm. why I'm very nervous. And I thought I'd pull out... You should be nervous. <laughs> I thought I'd pull out the shoes that I brought 
myself personally and these are the Puma Clyde All Pros and this is the white blue Atoll colorway which is sort of like a rainbow one um I personally I switched from Nike shoes to to Puma because it was so much more comfortable it's like it's like walking on clouds mate these shoes yeah, obviously, that's, that's really good. Yeah, it's good, but it's not what we're judging these off. Correct. It's just, yeah. It's I was about to say it's good, but I don't um, care. And I know because <laughs> I know you don't like basketball shoes that don't look like basketball shoes, and these don't look like basketball. You know shoes me very in, well. In, in, in any way, these don't look like basketball shoes. To me, no. I know where you're going to put them. You're going to try and probably put them in the bottom of the barrel. I reckon these are fire to me. But you, you take the floor now. You go, go. I don't know. I don't even know if there's any point in me being on this podcast if you're just going to tell everyone my preferences. <laughs> um, what, what am I going to say that you haven't already said? They're, they're basketball shoes that look like tennis shoes. Like They don't look like tennis not, shoes. That's what I'm about. Hell nah. If you got up a pair of Dunlop volleys, they are closer to that than any basketball shoe going around. No, nah, I disagree. They are. It's not a disagreement thing. It's a factual no, thing. No, it's not a fact. That's not a slide against Dunlop Volleys, Ella. Uh, they, they're probably slipping into fire, but for a basketball shoot, Shout out that's Dunlop how I'm judging these. <laughs> yeah, hit us up. Well, the bank balance is getting low. Um, yeah, these ain't it for me. Um, I respect that they're comfy. I like it. I like doing something a bit different, not going Nike every time, but seriously not fire for me. Serious? No, no, I'm not taking that. Absolutely not. Not for a second. There is no you one. hurt me I'm not- when you put my Prestos in that category. I didn't put, I him, I didn't put him in you. seriously, not. <laughs> you may as well have because you broke my heart. I did you a solid by putting them in not fire, and I expect <laughs> the same respect. All right. I'm happy to put them in not fire then, but for the record, you won't catch me dead in those. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I know you'll <laughs> sta- you won't touch these with a 10-foot pole, but... <laughs> but- Look, I, I think these are really good. I think there's other colorways that are better, but obviously in Australia, if like for Americans that don't know, in Australia we have very limited selection with basketball shoot colorways. Isn't that right? Yeah, I mean on the on the picture I've got up below it, they've got the Clyde All Pros in the Elf colorway. They look sick. They look drippy. I would have put I, them in I, fire. I, so. I would have put them in fire also. Should we actually just <laughs> quietly just put them in fire now? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, while we're here, let's just slip those into fire. I mean, don't, don't have a problem with that one. All in favour? Mate, we've both agreed on a shoe. So, <laughs> like, can we just, the first ever episode where we put four shoes in? I'm I'm, yeah. I'm actually just putting, can we just put them in now? Done, done. Yeah, no, nah, lock it in. That's fine by me. Um, I would have, so. You go. Colourways make all the difference. If that was at the shop, I would have bought that over these, 100%. Yeah, I think any person listening to this would, would agree with you in that <laughs> regard. Shout out Mike Abbott, who also has the same pair of shoes as me. There you go. Good man. Good man. Uh, a reminder that if you're not sure which shoes we're talking about here, head over to our Instagram to have a quick look at them. We'll put up some photos of them all. Absolutely. And, um, and we'll, let us know in the comments what you think. And we'll put up the exact moment where we saw the other pair of shoes in the related products. <laughs> yeah, because these look really good. These actually yeah. look really good. The reason that the asking price is 300 no, 200 more than the other one. But anyway, well, Harry, what is the shoe that you have put forward today? I'm, I'm captivated. I'm thinking about putting a bid in on these Puma Clyde All Pro Elfs, though. You know, you got me thinking. <laughs> I'm actually uh, looking at it now. <laughs> Very juicy. They're kind of like Grinches, but like a little bit Aussie coloured as well Dude, with the, the yellow yeah. on them. Heaps going on. Heaps going on. I'm, putting, I'm actually putting it a bid. I don't even give a fuck. <laughs> you guys do what you want. Oh, dear. Right. All right. My shoe here. 
I'm rolling out with the ACG MIB Gravity Purple. So the re-release of a shoe that came out in 1991, they came out in Australia sort of this week. They're sort of a, a Harachi that's sort of built up and meant to be a bit outdoorsy. What do you reckon? I Look, shoes like this that look, you know what I mean when I say they're a bit more chunky than your normal shoe? Like yeah, shoe, I mean, they, these definitely shoes are. Shoes like these I don't usually like. But I really like the look of these. There's something about me and purple shoes. I love yep. the look of purple shoes. And these, to okay. me, I, these tick the boxes for me. I'd put these in fire. Yeah, I th- I th- I'm not sure. I'm, I'm sort of on the borderline between fire and not fire because they've got a lot of things I like, but a lot of things I struggle with as well. I don't like the, like the sort of... I don't, I don't know how to describe it, honestly. It's, like, it's almost like the sock where you put your foot in. Yeah. I don't really like that. I hate I hate that sort of stuff in shoes. As like a feel thing or a look thing? Both. Because I reckon they always feel sick like a Presto. I reckon it feels really good on foot. Yeah. Yeah, I could feel that. But I think it's a look thing. It just doesn't. Yeah, yeah no. I think look-wise, it looks, it looks weird. Um, it looks like a hiking boot at the top. Well, I mean, it sort of is. Yeah. That's the point. Um yeah, I'm, I, I can be talked into it. I think the purple is really cool. They had another colorway of these, um, which wasn't as hot. So yeah, I, I, I like the um, I like the trend the transmission from purple to like the midnight blue to the black. I think it all looks yeah. really good. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Like it's it's sort of a bit of a complex palette. Yeah, which is which Appe- is always nice, appealing to the eye. Certainly is. Uh, looks aren't everything, but when it comes to shoes, it pretty much is. Mm. Um, that concludes our shoe suggestions. We've got one for the fans. So what we're going to need you to do for this one is to head over to our Instagram page at uh, the Clampscast and check this one out and vote in the comments. So we are doing the Damien Lillard and Shaq collaboration on sort of like a, a, a Reebok Shaq Gnosis throwback. They're black and red. These are super out there. I'm so keen to see what people think of these. I See, this is the sort of shoe that I'm saying that you would love. Because these look like a basketball shoe. But I, I also, yeah, we talked about this a little bit earlier. What is with the, the logo of Lillard, right? How is that so similar to, to Derek Rose's logo? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you on that front. Like, I mean, I know it is the same letter D and they're both sort of diminutive point guards, but mix it up a little. Come on. You can at least have some sort of creative sense. Just, but just a crime. You're right. I, I do love, like, the Shaq throwback. Um, I think these are cool to see retro shoes back in the limelight again. Absolutely. So head over to our Instagram. Let us know what you think of these ones. Um, I'm keen to see what people think, and we'll talk about it on next week's episode. Uh, From last week's episode, we left it up to the hands of the people to decide around the Air Jordan 5 retro Oreos. Uh, Not positive feedback on that. (laughs) Not the best. Uh, no, we had It's a No From Me, Chunky Brick, and then a few suggestions of Super Not Fire on those. Uh, how, how did you see them? Oh, I think, look, it's like sort of like very harsh, but I can see where people are coming from. I think it is the worst Air Jordan 5 colorway I've seen to date. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm just trying to, yeah. Don't sell it to them. Don't sell it. People aren't buying it. <laughs> I just think it's extremely harsh, but it's also somewhat valid. 
I think when you have a shoe as good as the Air Jordan 5 is with its silhouette and turn it into that, you deserve a super not fire. You've, you've just cooked that one. And, like, they're still sitting in Foot Locker right now. So Cooked that one. That's they've overcooked you need to know about it. Oh, they've, they've done heaps. They're doing way too much with it. And on that note... <laughs> Time to end the show. Thank you very much for joining us. Make sure you head across to our Instagram and, and Twitter. chat with everyone about the episode and, and let us know what you think about the shoes. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. Great talking to you. Have a good week. See ya. <laughs>